Well, the Albanese government's delivery on its election commitment to provide a pathway for temporary protection visa holders has been welcomed by advocates, bringing to an end a decade of limbo for asylum seekers. While delivering long-awaited certainty for some, refugee support agencies say that the future of another 12,000 people, including the bridging visa class, is less sure. Earlier on the program, we heard from Vashini Jayakuma, who will now be able to apply for a permanent visa after living here and paying taxes for a decade. It means her sister, who lives with a disability, will be able to access the NDIS. So she can be part of the community rather than she's stuck at home, you know, staying at home all day. Um, she can go outside and see the community and be part of the community, support herself. She can earn some money and, you know, get, get some job and live a life like everyday people. Well, Di Lee is the independent member for Fowler. Uh, she came to Australia as a refugee in 1979 after spending four years in camps. Di Lee, welcome back to RN Drive. Thank you, Angie. Glad to be back. You've welcomed the news that 19,000 people will be able to apply for permanent visas, but questioned whether all of them will be eventually granted. Have you received any answers to that question? No, of course, not not yet. I mean, it, it was just uh, obviously we're going to get a briefing later later today. But um, you know what? What I was questioning also is that it says you know they the people will, will have the opportunity to apply, right? So um, it's still you know there's still a lot of it's a first step, but it's still uh, there's uncertainty. But yes, the government is moving um, forward towards a, 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 a right, hopefully a right direction. It will give people the opportunity to apply. So to me, that's the underlying, um, you know, uh, emphasise there is they will have the opportunity to apply for a permanent visa. Doesn't mean that they will be guaranteed one, but they have the opportunity to apply. So let's hope that the processing, the procedures, the processing of these um, uh, asylum seekers will actually not be Again, not long and, 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 and cumbersome. Well, the other thing here is that there's a further 12,000 people who are no more certain about their future. They too have been paying taxes and contributing to their communities here in Australia. What's your message for them whilst they await their fate? Look, uh, I think um, the, the crossbenchers um, did raise that today um, at a press conference and I have no doubt we'll be raising that with the Minister. Um, and like I said, it's only recently announced. So we will bring that issue up with the Minister, asking them in terms of, you know, what their decision is around that. But I suppose with the government's decision to give those 19 people, 19,000 people the opportunity to apply, I have no doubt that, um, you know, that, that we, you know, we'll, we'll be slowly, slow, the government will slowly be moving through the, the, the process of, of assuring that hopefully we have a fair uh, processing system in place. It's always nice to hear a politician who, whose policy position is, is informed by the, their life experience. I mean, today you, you reflected on your own experience as a refugee, including the impact of uncertainty. Mm. Talk to me about that, because having that sort of Damocles kind of hanging over your head could, yeah. could be very destructive, especially as you try and be productive and get a job and find a, find a house and look after your family. Sure. Look, uh, look. I did sh share that basically from my perspective as a, a refugee who who was stuck in a refugee camp um, for four years, waiting to be processed. Um, 
it, it was, you know, you just didn't know, you know, when will you be able to go to school? In, in my case, I was a young kid uh, living, you know, in a camp with thousands of people, not knowing where your future is, you know, will be and what will happen to you. Um, and so, you know, while I accept that we need to be processing people, um, I suppose I'm, uh, you know, obviously asking the government uh, to consider the the condition of, you know, families that have, you know, sat and waited for so long, in, in our case for four years, uh, and not having the ability to be part of our community. Um, when uh, During my time, of course, it was different uh, to what we're experiencing now, whereby, uh, you know, the, the asylum seekers are being processed at uh, on my, uh, Christmas Island. Uh, at, around the time when we escaped, it was the regional, there was a regional solution and I think today one of the crossbenchers mentioned about there needs to be a regional solution because uh, a lot of refugees or asylum seekers are fleeing their war-torn or the conflict zone into not, you know, some of them go straight to Australia, but others are, are around other countries as, such as Indonesia or Malaysia, which are the countries that have also been the, the processing centres for Vietnamese refugees during the Vietnam War. So I think we need to look at a regional solution um, and you know, ensuring that there's there's there are systems in place so that people can be processed quickly and efficiently so that that way, you know, they can rebuild their lives because that's very important. 13 past five on RN Drive. Dai Lee is here talking about a pathway to permanency for temporary visa holders. The government also says they can continue to be tough on borders but not weak on humanity. An interesting statement there. Do you think the government's got the balance right? Well, we'll wait to see. But once they implement their their, their policies, uh, it's great to say it. But let's see how they're going to act on it. And I agree, we need to ensure there is uh, border security. We need to make sure that so you know to protect Australia and the rest of Australians that you know protect what we what we've got. But we also have to have a heart and understand that there will be people's movement around the globe as a result of many issues from conflict, from, uh, you know, other other majority is, is conflict. Um, and so therefore we have as a country, um, and Australia is a very warm and accepting country, we should not forget that because we have welcomed waves and waves of migrants and refugees over the decades. So it's nothing that is new. Uh, so I am hopeful that the government will um, do as they say they would. We're out of time. Dai Lee is the independent member for Fowler. Good afternoon to you. Thanks, Andy. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.